0: You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast you'll get useful information, top tips as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Well, hello, lovely people. It's another episode of Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets. And I'm so excited because I've got a very special guest on today. Savannah is joining us from Couture Cake Design. And not only that, but she's got the Cake Business Academy, where she does digital cake design and cake marketing made easy. And I'm really excited to talk to her. So hi, Savannah. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Naomi. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Great. So, I'm really intrigued as to how you actually got into cake making cakes and where, where did you all begin? Tell me your story.
1: So it started probably around 12 years ago and I just needed something that was a little bit creative. So I had an office job, you know, boring paperwork and all that. And I just needed a creative outlet. So I started making cupcakes just for my family. Um, and then it kind of progressed. So my niece was moving house. So I thought, oh, I can make a housewarming cake, that'd be amazing. So I did that for my very first cake. Um, and then yes, yeah, so I did more and more for family and grew it into a, a small business before eventually going into wedding cakes and, and making it what it is today.
0: Wow, that's that's quite a journey to come on. So, how how did you know that you were kind of ready to take that leap into business in that sense? From going from home baker to professional cake maker because I know a lot of people like you and me we kind of start and we're we're not professionals at all we're we're not like we've not gone to culinary school or anything like that and I know a lot of my listeners are in the same place but sometimes it's knowing that moment of right I'm going to have a business out of this what what was it for you
1: I think for me I was getting really great feedback from you know family and friends which is which is wonderful um but that yeah you're right that that fear of taking it to the next step is so real Um, So I didn't just quit my job and become a baker. I did it alongside my full time day job um, and just decided, okay, well, I'm going to start seeing how this will go if I can start selling cupcakes. And that's where I started selling cupcakes. Um, I actually started selling cupcakes on Twitter back in the day. Um, Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I definitely wouldn't try that now. It's not the place for it. But and um, that's where it started. And I sort of got, you know, a few inquiries and they came from businesses, funny enough, because I'd, I've got this, you know, when you start a business, you sort of go all in, don't you? And it's like, yeah. I want to do this and I want to do this. And I bought myself an edible printer and I was able to print logos for companies and stick them onto cupcakes. And that's really how it started. And um, I did them for the company that I worked for. So that was like my first lot of advertising. And then other businesses on Twitter started to see these and they were local, so I'd make some for them. And it just kind of spiralled a bit. And then when I started to move into Celebration cakes, that was a time when I decided to move away from Twitter and go onto Facebook um, (laughs) and set up a page. But the whole time I still had my day job to fall back on. So it wasn't really um, a massive leap of faith. It was more like, we'll see how this goes. Um, And it just it just grew. It it grew really quickly, actually. So I was able to do celebration cakes for a few years and then I stepped into wedding cakes and did those for a couple of years um, before finally realizing that actually this is a business that I can sustain my life with. Um, And I left my day job and now I only do wedding cakes and I couldn't be happier.
0: Oh, that, I mean, what an amazing kind of journey from going on edible printing and selling on Twitter. How, I mean, you just wouldn't even think of it now to kind of, now it's all changed and everything to be going there. But actually, it's a really great idea thinking about, you know, companies that might actually buy it. You wouldn't necessarily think that selling cakes and companies would necessarily go hand in hand. But I mean, what a great place to start from. (laughs) Definitely worked for me. And how was it going kind of from celebration cakes into the wedding side of it? Because they're quite different people. And obviously with weddings yeah. and with celebration cakes, you have a different customer base. So how did that kind of transition happen? It's quite a
1: journey going from celebration cakes to wedding cakes. It's a whole different ball game, And at the beginning, I didn't quite realise that. Um, it was just a case of, I love seeing all these wedding cakes around on social media. So, um, I want to give it a go. So I made a wedding cake and, you know, I, I have never done any professional courses or anything like that. It's all self-taught, you know, mm-hmm. from YouTube, um, and from Googling and things like that. So I, I did a wedding cake, um, for, uh, it was, wasn't the best wedding cake. um Somebody uh, came across and said, Look, I'm getting married. Will you do me a wedding cake? So I was like, Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Never done one in my life, but I'll do it. Um, and you know what? I absolutely loved it. And it wasn't the fact that I loved making the wedding cake as such, I loved the reaction to it and knowing that I was part of their big day. um So once I'd advertised that I'd done a wedding cake, then more and more sort of orders came in, but they were for orders for all kinds of wedding cakes. I mean, we had. Some that had a white front and a multicoloured back. We had some with cartoon characters in there. We had, oh, you name it, I've had it. Um, wow. so I just did that for for quite a while. And it's it is really different. And you do have to sort of be quite confident in your own skills to be able to do a wedding cake. Um, because it is such a big part. You know, it's okay. So a uh, birthday cake is still a big part of the celebration. Mm. But the wedding cake, it's immortalised in the pictures of the cake cutting. So it's it's really quite um, quite an important thing to get right.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. I can imagine it. It's quite a transition to go from celebration cakes to that wedding. Did you kind of feel that sort of pressure initially of Definitely. dealing with weddings?
1: <laughs> Definitely, I did. Yes, and the, the pressure wasn't just about making the cake. It was getting it to the venue as well. Um with birthday cakes <laughs> people usually come to collect from well from my house because I work from home. So, but with wedding cakes, part of the services, you go and set it up at the venue. So I used to travel, I never knew any different. You'd build the cake, however many tiers it was, and you'd put it in the car and you take it to the venue. and <laughs> um, that was I drove so slowly, so carefully, and every speed bump I'd be like, oh oh, I hope the cake's okay. And then you just get there and you pray that it's not fallen over. Um, So yeah, it's a massive, massive step, but the rewards definitely outweigh all the stress, definitely. And I don't travel with them ready built in my car anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I can imagine that is a great tip actually. And, you know, well done you for kind of going, someone's asked me to do a wedding cake and I'm just going to give it a go. I mean, sometimes that's what it's about, isn't it? It's just taking that, action and kind of going sure why not I'll give it a go because actually yeah. we can spend all our time just thinking about doing it and not actually taking any action and it does take that kind of I like the phrase messy action just take the messy action and Absolutely. work it out
1: <laughs> What's the worst that can happen the worst that can happen is it doesn't look amazing but those initial inquiries they know you're not specifically a wedding cake maker they they know what you make so they take the risk with you Um, as long as you're quite open and say I've never made a wedding cake but I'm going to do it then you won't be asking yourself oh what if I didn't you know what if I took that order what if I didn't take that order and
0: what was what was the reaction of that initial wedding cake
1: the first wedding cake do you know what they, they loved it, but they did have a couple of little niggles. Um, I don't know whether they were expecting miracles or not, but you know, being my first wedding cake, I was really pleased with it. Um, and it didn't ruin their day or anything like that, but I did get some feedback and it was just like, Oh, if it could have just been, you know, a little bit like this or a little bit like, can't remember the exact details, but they weren't complaints, but they were feedback and that feedback then helped me to go on. So amazing. I don't regret regret
0: it. It's really I've often said this and we used to say this when I had the cafe of if you've got something good to say, tell everyone. If you're not happy about something, tell us. So we can do something about it. Right. So actually having feedback and having feedback on your very first cake, it's actually really helpful because then you can kind of go, oh, okay, right. Now I can take that and use it in the next one, rather than people yeah. going, yes, it's absolutely fine, no problem. And then saying something else. So, you know, for those of you that are kind of listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, I'm just really worried that people won't like it. People are going to give you comments and feedback, and that's a really good thing to take forward in your business. You want that. that that's what makes us grow. But, you Absolutely. know, and, and I love that you kind of got that attitude to it rather than going into it like a complete meltdown of those two points. Yeah. But well, what an achievement you kind of took that. Thank you. So,
1: and, and I always say that the, the mistakes, they're not mistakes. They're just uh, steps of learning. That's all they are.
0: Yeah. So what has been sort of your biggest successes over the time of having the cake business? What have been the highlight moments for you?
1: I've had quite a few, actually. Um, So I've made cakes for celebrities. I've made cakes for um, Oscar and BAFTA winning makeup artists. I've done one for um for a Hollywood stuntman I have been in magazines um I've been on TV well not me personally my cakes have been on TV (laughs) um so I've had loads you know I've I've won awards at Cake International which is obviously the biggest cake uh, exhibition in the world basically so I've got a bronze award in the wedding cake category so I was over the moon with that um so yeah lots of success and all that success outweighs everything negative
0: Absolutely. And if, if someone who's listening is thinking, well, how on earth do I get celebrities to come and, come and buy my cakes or get into Cake International? Well, how did it, how did that come about?
1: It just came about through me being visible with my cake business um, and, and just showing up on as best I can across social media and having a website, it's, it's all the process of marketing your cake, really. Um, I know marketing is quite a big word that when you're new to any kind of business, you think marketing is quite scary, but it's just basically being visible to the right people. Um, just knowing how to get your business out there. And then that's all I did that I didn't do anything special. I just told the world about my stuff and they came to find me, um, and same with the tv stuff and having my cakes on tv they the the production companies came to me so i didn't go hunting for it cake international i highly recommend everybody to do it it's an experience Mm um you do have to enter yourself you pick a category of what cakes you want to make So obviously wedding cakes for me without a doubt um and you just go for it you make a wedding cake it's not real but you use dummy cakes um and just go for it just let all your creativity out in there and just enjoy it don't focus on the results that's all I can say is just enjoy it
0: yeah absolutely a great tip and actually that is one of the mysteries of people seem to sometimes think that awards just suddenly happen actually you have to enter you have to be you in it to win it to enter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I had the same attitude when we went to Britain's Best Life Awards Or so, like this is for learning we are going to meet some amazing people we're going to have a lovely day out and if we don't try, we're not going to get any feedback or anything on our on our bread. So absolutely I highly, highly recommend anyone to enter awards because it's a really great process to go through. Even if you don't win, you still get a lot out of it. So it's definitely worth doing. So yes. yes. What have been maybe some of your biggest learnings or challenges over the years of running your cake design business?
1: So I I would say that the learning curves can be quite steep. So, you know, I have had mishaps when delivering cakes and I've had an instance where I actually delivered the wrong cake to a wedding. Um, So, you know, there are some really, they're not the end of the world kind of stuff, but they can really sort of make you think, oh, why am I doing this? I just should just quit. Hmm. But if you quit, then... You're never going to do it. You have to just keep no. going and learn from all these mistakes. You know, I, I took a wedding cake fully stacked in the car and I had to emergency brake and the cake sort of slid and, and got damaged. I was able to repair it when I got to the venue. So it was all fine. But, you know, that, oh my God, I've just ruined somebody's day kind of feeling. It um, mm. takes a little while to get over. But you just have yeah. to have a bit of a thick skin um, and you can't quit. You have to keep going because you will just get better and better and better. And yeah. so that's all I can say is don't let the the fear or the negativity impact
0: what you do. Absolutely. And I think we sometimes forget as business owners, we feel like we have to be perfect at everything. We are actually human. <laughs> we are just people. <laughs> we are just people and we make mistakes. And things happen, and it's how you then deal with those mistakes which makes you resilient. And resilience is something which certainly over the last two or three years has really been key in business anyway. And I think going forward, you have to be resilient. You have to be able to kind of go, well, you're just gonna have to make it work and make the corrections. And if things go wrong, things go wrong. It just sometimes happens. It's not like you've done it deliberately or anything like that. But it's exactly how you then take the next action to get better and what you can improve on. And like you say, what you learn. I think that's a really, really good lesson. So Obviously, you've kind of evolved the business into the cake business academy now as well. So how did yeah. you, and part of that is the digital cake design. So you actually design your wedding cakes on an iPad. Is that I correct? Yeah. So how how did that come about? That's I mean, uh, for people yeah. that are listening, I mean, I, I'm a tech person, but I know a lot of people, definitely cake makers struggle with the tech side. So how did you end up getting into it?
1: Yeah I'm a really techie person I've loved tech forever Um, (laughs) so for me it was really really easy but you're absolutely right so many cake makers do not like tech at all Um, but I when you make wedding cakes the the couples tend to want to see a sketch of the design Um, it just gives them a little bit more of a an idea of what they're getting rather than trying to imagine it so I can't draw I'm just I've never been able to draw but I'd seen no,
0: I can't either. <laughs> exactly.
1: I've seen some people doing um sort of digital sketches using uh, Photoshop and things like that. I've never tried Photoshop and that sort of scared me. So when lockdown came all weddings got cancelled um I found I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I needed to pivot my business because I was no longer getting an income from my wedding cakes. Um, So I decided to spend some time learning how I can do the sketches on an iPad using the software that I'd seen, which is called Procreate, um, which is an artist software. Um, And I I just put all my effort into learning everything I could and realised how easy it actually was. Um, So I started sketching my cakes it just pretend cakes, because obviously I didn't have any weddings going on at the time, but I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to learn how to do this. Um, and it was so much easier than I could have ever imagined. And then I started to create what they call stamps. So if you've ever used Procreate, basically it's, it's a drawing app. So you got like, you use your pencil or your finger to use a brush that comes with the app and you draw, or sometimes if you just tap your finger, it creates a shape on this page. So I wow. created my own shapes in cake tiers and flowers and everything that would go onto a wedding cake. Um, and then you just tap the screen a few times and you have a perfect uh, wedding cake sketch. So that's, amazing. that's how I got into digital cake sketching. And then obviously when the weddings started to happen again, I was able to use this for, for everybody that already booked in and now I use it to promote as an extra service that they get when they book with me. So win-win.
0: Absolutely. And I imagine it now saves you huge amounts of time compared to doing all the sketches. And it's something we often forget as bakers that we don't calculate our time of actually doing all these little tasks into the cost of our cakes, is it?
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. And with wedding cakes, you've got extra costs sort of like the consultation. I mean, you've got to spend, you know, usually about an hour with the, the couple mm. um, talking about what they want for their wedding cake. And you just don't factor that time in. So being able to add a service that's so quick, I can do it whilst I'm with the couple um, while they're, yeah. you know, tasting cakes or still chatting. It's, it's so quick. It literally just takes minutes to be able to create their design, show them, and they're like, perfect. That's it. It's just minutes.
0: And actually, I imagine having that ability to do something while they're in the room means that you can make adjustments while they're there without all this toing and proing. And you've got yes, you've got that booking there and then. And it's all that's exactly all how happening. it works.
1: Yes, so uh, you'll just do a sketch based on what they've said, show them the design, and then they might offer some adjustments, saying sort of, "Oh, could I just see it like this or this colour or change what's on the bottom tier?" And it's just a couple of taps, um, and it's in seconds. You just go, "How about this one?" And they're like. Yes. Lovely. We'll book. So it really Amazing. is a great service.
0: Have you found that that's actually really helped you get more kind of bookings in your business?
1: hundred percent. Yes. So it is something that I now advertise as an extra service. Um, I don't specifically charge for this extra service. I sort of incorporate that cost into the cakes, but that is enough to incentivize people to say, well, oh, I don't get a sketch with that person. Um, I'm going to see what this one can do. And then that usually seals the deal. Yeah. It's such a visual thing with cakes. So seeing their design on paper really or on the iPad really makes it um, makes it special for them.
0: And I can imagine, actually, I can see this on their like wedding Pinterest board or something like that. <laughs> they've got the yes. actual picture of the cake of what it looks like. I mean, uh, that must really kind of help with the excitement of a wedding as well, so that they kind of got that picture in there their head yes. and they can see
1: it I mean I think with weddings you you do um you do want to know what you're getting weddings it's not a little you don't really like surprises when it comes to your weddings so to know what cake you're getting is it's better
0: uh and I mean it's amazing and even though you say you're not kind of adding on the cost for the design probably saving yourself so much money by not drawing right
1: <laughs> yes and I'm I'm not an artist and you know if you going you know, to be sketching your own cakes you need the paper the colored pens or watercolors or however you're going to do it but you need a little bit of skill as well and if I tried to hand draw a wedding cake it would look like a child's design so um and it, it although I'm not adding the cost it does make me more money because it's attracting more
0: customers yeah I love that and it's you know like we say we're both tech savvy but if someone isn't is it like easy and straightforward to do
1: yes absolutely (laughs) so um the app itself it's unfortunately only available on apple devices now it's a little bit of a, a downside to it but um I found that um, people who want to learn this do just go and buy an iPad because you can buy secondhand iPads relatively cheap and they can do this service. So the app is called Procreate. It's on the uh, the Apple Store. So you just download the app and it comes with loads and loads of brushes already installed. So you can just get drawing if you want to get drawing. Um, But for cakes, you do have to have different stamp sets. So you Mm -hmm. just buy a stamp. You... Tap the screen um, with whichever shape you want, and then you tap again, and it's there. It's it's literally wow. just. I want a flower, so I'll just tap that button, that flower, and then I'll tap the screen, and that flower is there. And it can be already coloured in um, in the colours you want as you tap it onto the screen. So super easy. Wow,
0: that's incredible. But the good news is, this is you teach people how to do the I digital cake do. design, don't you? And, and- I do. How did you kind of get into that side of it? Um,
1: So when I was in lockdown and I was learning all these skills, I realised that this is something that's going to help so many other cake makers. Um, And not just wedding cake makers, it's ideal for celebration cakes as well, because I know that a lot of people want to know what their child's birthday cake is going to look like. So it can be done for this. But um, So I just started to ask around, ask other cake makers if it was something they'd be interested in. And it was a resounding yes. So I started, uh, you know, like a new Facebook and a new Instagram and started putting pictures of these sketches, started putting like progress um, videos and showing how it was done, that kind of thing. And it was just, it just took off. So I decided, well, this is definitely needed. So I'm going to teach people how to do it. And it's just been amazing. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. So if people are actually looking to sort of get into cake design and need a bit of help, where can they find you?
1: So uh, my Facebook and my Instagram are the Cake Business Academy. You can find me on both of those and you'll see on there, there are videos and photos of all the different sketches and how it's done. And I, if you are interested in learning digital cake sketching, I'm running a free uh, mini course starting uh, the first week of February. So starting on the 5th, it runs for four days.
0: So you can join me if you're listening in time. Amazing. Oh, it sounds sounds fab. And what an incredible journey. It's been really, really great talking to you today, hearing about how Thank you got you onto it. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, and hopefully if you're listening out then you're thinking about getting into the wedding cake, that Savannah has given you a bit of inspiration here as to it's all possible. And you don't need to be perfect. <laughs> and you can just go for it and give it a go and see how it goes. So Thank you so much. It's been really lovely talking to you. And for all my listeners, as ever, happy baking. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. And give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.